0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady, founder of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, owner of the Apartment Lady LLC, principal, and for the Children Academy Foundation. Hey, hey, oh my gosh, it has been a week. As you guys know, I've been praying against evictions every day at 8 a.m. on Facebook, Twitter, linkedin and youtube okay every day at 8 a.m and then on the weekends 9 30 a.m so this was day 44 and oh my gosh every day i've been praying i've been praying against evictions and so i'm doing all this research of course i would be doing the research anyway and one of the things i prayed for was that the um news started covering these evictions because it was just like these evictions they were happening but let me tell you nobody was covering it i'm like wait a minute why aren't they talking about that so people are just getting slaughtered with evictions silently oh my gosh but now I'm getting stories I'm getting stories after story after story and so all this week I played stories from different states that was covering evictions and saying how these evictions were something else right and so um, I'm gonna do my prayer and then I want you to hear the story from Maryland because they kind of like wrapped everything up for me uh, and it's only about uh, a minute and. 30-something seconds, right? The name of the show today is Evictions. You know why? Because they, they, they're they happening. We need some help. And so I'm going to talk today about some solutions that the government, federal, local, or state can actually do to tame these evictions or curve these evictions because we can't have come on 122.9 million people in America rent come on can't have a whole bunch of people just being homeless what's going to happen to the economy here's my prayer dear heavenly father I come to you right now we're praising thanksgiving saying thank you thank you for your grace mercy love understanding wisdom knowledge power provision Healing, comfort, Father, in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the souls that's under the sound of my voice, even up until this very second. You said, if I put my plans before you, you would establish them. He said, if I seek you first, your kingdom and your righteousness, that all these plans will be added unto me. But here are my plans, Father, in the name of Jesus. I plan on giving out valuable information. I plan on meeting the listeners where they are. And I plan on preventing as many evictions as possible. Thank you, Father. I trust you. I believe you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you guys, let's come with this story. And so this story is coming from um, WBLA-TV, um, 11, and it's coming from Maryland. They say new initiatives aims to help Maryland's as wave of evictions hit households. So let me go ahead on it. And- I don't want to see my babies on the street. I, I, I can't. I can't live with myself.
1: Shanika is facing eviction. The Essex single mother of six once held two jobs, but now she's home with a sick child and says she's exhausted every option.
0: Something has to give because it's a lot of families out there like me that really are trying, and it's been hard and we don't want to be on the streets.
1: Right after speaking with Shanika, a mother of three walked up to us to say she was being evicted in that very moment. Your whole world, your own room, your whole world is shook. I'm keeping it together. And my daughter today was just crying
0: about a bike that she couldn't take with her because we got to get on the bus.
1: United Way of Central Maryland says the state is seeing a wave of evictions creeping up. Scott Gottbrett says Baltimore County saw close to 10,000 evictions filed in June, while the eviction rate in the city is, quote, sky high. What's needed right now is is a coordinated system for making sure that folks uh, don't get lost in the process, lost in the shuffle. And can easily navigate to the legal help that they need. That's why their team just launched a program to help address the need. First piloted in Baltimore City, it'll develop a referral system to quickly process applications and directly match tenants with legal services. And so the reality of it is we need a total shift in policy in Baltimore surrounding housing. Fightlight Beamore's founder says the program will help. But it'll take more to make lasting change. Housing is where everything starts. Housing
0: dictates your health outcomes. It dictates your educational outcomes.
1: United Way of Central Maryland tells me in Baltimore City, 96% of landlords have attorneys, while just 1% of tenants do. If you're facing eviction anywhere in the state of Maryland, go to wbaltv.com. We have some resources up there. For now
0: okay you guys so here it was there was um and and guess what (laughs) those those two stories that they played today in maryland and then like i told you uh maryland was yesterday and so three days prior to yesterday i played the same stories and for other states arizona um i can't even think of all the other states but and then today i played a different state look it's the same stories I mean it's not just black people it it, it doesn't have a color it doesn't have anything to do with race it's the middle class down that's being evicted right now okay and I, I already told you guys that the CDC well nope sorry I don't know you know why because the CDC was put over you know a housing situation and so when I think of housing I'm like yeah no the U.S. Census Bureau, I told you, I think I told you guys this last week, uh, they reported in September, which was last month, that um about 2 million, 2, 3.8 million families are going to be evicted, and then, um, that was in, in two months, right, 3.8 million in two months, that's in the United States, come on you guys, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, really, these people are actually getting put out. So then, I mean, what are we doing? Are we going for by households as far as um, who's being evicted or who's in the eviction court? Or are we counting the numbers of people that's in the household? Like this, these two women, one mother, six children, or one mother, three children. Are we counting the children? I don't know. All of these people being homeless, that's not going to work. And so I'm saying... Pay the landlords, okay? Pay the landlords, give them some tax incentives. I know, I know the states don't wanna hear anything about give them some property tax incentives. Because guess what? Property taxes, I don't, you know, they do a whole bunch of money with these property taxes. But however, give them some incentives. In Illinois, you know, there's a $3,500 rebate if you buy an electric vehicle. And then the federal government has a $7,500 tax rebate or tax incentive if you buy an electric vehicle. I was going to buy an electric vehicle because I'm like, wait a minute, that's $11,500 that I can get in tax incentives and in rebates if I buy an electric vehicle. And especially since my Hyundai Elantra was stolen, I'm like, okay, Let me buy an electric vehicle that can pay for half of my vehicle or or even the whole vehicle in certain instances. And so those same type of incentives could be put towards this housing situation. Wait a minute. What do you think is going to happen to the economy if all of these people become completely homeless? We don't have enough shelters in the United States to house these homeless people in the in the northern states. It's cold outside. Where are the children going to go to school? So what's going to happen to the school attendants, the the public school attendants? That is going to drop. Where are they going to go to school from? And then, okay, then then what's going to happen is because landlords are already starting to do that. Because, you know, you have your landlord's associations too. And so they're already starting to evict for uh, capacity laws. Okay, so you get another family, you get one family moving with the other family. They're in a two-bedroom or three-bedroom. The landlord come in and they kick everybody else because of capacity loss. Come on, you guys. Who do you think is going to work? We already have workforce development issues because of this pandemic. Now, I know people are still spending money, okay, because all that money that was put into the economy yeah. Hmm. During the pandemic, got spent on frivolous stuff. But we're not gonna go there. We're gonna talk about these solutions. Pay these landlords. Find a way to pay these landlords. Come on. That forty-six point something billion dollars that went toward rental assistance. You know that only about twenty-five mil- billion of that went toward the rental assistance, and then you had to split it up between all of the states. And then, come on, because the other part went towards administrative fees. You know that. That money should have went directly to the landlords. Are you kidding me? The money should have went directly to the landlords. If the landlords can prove, if the landlords can prove that they have tenants that's not paying rent, then that money should have went directly to them. But now, guess what? You got to come back at this. You got to get back at this because you cannot let all of these people become homeless. So now, you have to kinda of get back at the table and try to figure out what we are gonna do to prevent all this homelessness. Now the other thing that you definitely have to do, federal, state, local, government, the other thing that you definitely have to do is you gotta to have to seal these evictions. And you know, I'm the founder of Apartment of Housing Renters Foundation. Ah, uh, been doing eviction prevention and second chance rentals for eight years. When a person get an eviction on their name, <laughs> They're homeless for up to five years. That was our median five years. But we've been doing evic- we've been doing second chance running for people who hadn't had an apartment in six or seven years. They're homeless to- for for up to five years. Once they get an eviction on their name. Now let me tell you, what do you think is gonna happen to them COVID 19 evictions? Any eviction from 2020, 2021, and 2022? Ah yeah. That's not mm -mm. the landlords are not going to rent to them because the landlords were already pissed that they didn't get their money. So what do you think that they're going to rent to somebody who didn't give them their money and then come and then think about this. Okay, so they're not going to rent to them. So it'll be impossible for these people to get another apartment. And don't get me wrong. (laughs) Thank you, God. God is so awesome that we've been. Our we've been getting wins. Our second chance rental program. We have been getting people with the COVID-19 evictions into apartments. I don't know, it's just God favor. Favor ain't fair, but it is favor. However, look now, once the landlord gets their property back, they're increasing the rent by almost a hundred percent. I mean the rent has been increased upwards of 100%. So then my question is, who is over the rental industry for the United States? Because it's not HUD. HUD is over the what? Federal mortgages and subsidies. Who is taking care of the people? Because how is it that the landlords are able to and raise the rent up to a 100%? How is that even legal? The rent, the market rent had already outpriced minimum wage come on come on guys so once the landlord gets the property back then they raise the rent so then who's gonna be renting right because if the market rent already outpriced the minimum wage and now the rent is going to be what uh, almost double what it was before then i mean come on how many people in the united states make $60,000 a year because in in states like Florida, California, Texas, New York a median 20 a median um two bedroom has now is now up to about 27, 28, 2900. That's a median two bedroom. How much money do you have to make to afford that? How much money do you have to make? To afford that, what do, what what are you guys gonna raise the minimum wage, or are you just gonna let everybody be homeless? What, 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 are we going back to boxes now? Are we gonna do food boxes again? I mean, what what are you doing? Come on, wake up, America! We cannot let all these people be homeless. We can't do it. Jesus. wake up America we can't let all these people just be homeless every every single industry is gonna get affected by having millions of homeless people at one time I'm just letting you know crime is gonna get affected definitely gonna go up hmm <sighs> School attendance is going to get affected. The workforce development is going to be in shambles. We need people back working. We need the children back in school. I mean, you guys were so, so uh, ready to put the children back in school. And who's going to be going to school if their parents, if they're homeless? This is, this is a problem. Pay the landlords. Pay the landlords. Pay the landlords. And then when you do find incentives to pay the landlords, make sure that the landlord is signing some papers and that they're not going to evict the one for at least a year. We need a year. We need a year. And I'm not saying no. Hey, rewind. Let me tell you. I'm not saying pay people rent for a year. I'm saying, get them out that hole and then let them start paying. That. And then they have to start paying their rent. They got to get a job. They got to start paying their rent. Now, you get them out the hole, okay, well, you don't owe nothing. <clears throat> start paying your rent. And so when I say have the landlords sign a paper saying that they won't evict them, because let me tell you. These, some landlords it, they were in, it was getting covered by the news some landlords were evicting people during the eviction moratorium I don't know how they did that uh, oh yeah because they can evict for anything but non-payment of rent so they was evicting people during the eviction moratorium after they got the rental assistance like a month after they got the rental assistance that was happening and so what I'm saying is pay the arrears to these landlords right? and then have the landlord sign something saying that they're not going to evict that person or raise the rent for an, a year, at least a year. Now, after that, it's up to the tenant to go get a job and start paying their rent. This is how you force the economy to start back working itself out. Come on. Come on, wake up. I'm with Chandra Graves, the apartment lady, and you're listening, too. It's time for affordable housing. Yeah. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Um, Yes, please text evictions to 707070, evictions to 707070. Um, Look for me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok look for me look for the apartment lady all you have to do is uh, search the apartment lady you're gonna find me on all of these platforms and come pray with me. I pray every day at 8 a.m as a matter of fact I'm gonna start um, doing special shows starting next week starting November we're going to we're gonna be um, airing this podcast every day until this eviction situation subsides okay all right look for me like me follow me do whatever you gotta do like share comment share this podcast you can get this podcast on iheart amazon apple google spotify radio nami Pocket Cast. i mean um anchor you can get this podcast on so many other platforms so look share it okay share it because guess what It's time for affordable housing. Thank you.